Welcome back to The Rulebook, everybody. This is your host, Alex Palmer. I know it's been a while, and guess what? I'm back from vacation. This August, I was in Greece, and coming back to the show, I knew that there were some things that I wanted to change. Don't worry. The Rulebook will still be about the rules. It'll still be about pop culture. It'll still be about advice, and of course, New York City, honey. But I wanted to at least inject more authenticity into it, more casualness as well, because I think me sitting over there in the in that corner, you guys can't see it, but there's a corner in my apartment, my studio apartment, where I would sit and film. So I've switched out the mics for something more portable, and I'm now sitting on my couch. If you don't like this background, I apologize. You know what? I'm running out of spaces in my home. I, As I just mentioned, I live in a studio. So you know what? It's hard being a creator in New York. But, you know, I'm back from Greece, so let's get into it. This is episode number 38 of The Rulebook. Your girl had to go on YouTube to check because it has been that long. It's really only been three weeks, but it just feels like forever. The news cycle hasn't stopped. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher getting caught, (laughs) publicly shamed for writing those character letters for convicted you-know-what-he-is, Danny Masterson. He was sentenced to 30 years for his crimes, which in America, he's a celebrity. He's a Scientologist, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on of his privileges. And he was actually sentenced. A lot of people on TikTok were talking about how, honey, he must have done something horrific to these these poor victims of his because it's truly it's truly shocking when a court finds a man guilty of S.A., or worse. So you already know he's El Creepo Numero Uno this year in our books. But Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, they wrote character letters to the judge defending Danny's character, saying, you know, he's my homie from the way, way back. And um, go, go easy on him, man. Go easy on him. And this came out and they issued an apology on their TikTok saying their intent was never to hurt victims. It was only to share what they know to be true about their friend Danny. And a lot of people had a lot of strong opinions about this, and I don't blame them because, honestly, Ashton and Mila, I mean, they've done a lot for victims of sex trafficking. So it's very strange that they would even entertain this idea of writing this freaking character letter, but a lot of people have, you know, been speculating that perhaps Danny had something on Ashton and it let's be for real Ashton hasn't always been Saint Ashton right he was a creator of the show Punks, which was quite cruel and quite mean and he was pranking celebrities and publicly humiliating them basically to get ratings and views and whatever so you know he's like the ultimate he's almost like I don't know a cleaner version of Jackass or Johnny Knoxville except Johnny went for the regular people right but Ashton had a messy divorce from Demi Moore. He was caught cheating on her multiple times. Uh, She publicly shames him in her memoir, talking about how he was blurring the lines of infidelity in their relationship, which ultimately led to their divorce. And then there's been a bunch of interviews coming out about the fact that, you know, he met Mila, his now wife, on set when she was 14 and he was 20. So, like, there's some weird things happening Um, but the backlash that they've been receiving from their apology is really interesting because more and more, especially this summer and especially since the pandemic in 2020, we've seen these celebrities be really knocked off their pedestal and they fall really, really hard. Um, even just recently we've looked at Lizzo 
dancers coming out about Lizzo and her toxic work environments and her shaming and her harassment of her dancers, allegedly. Jimmy Fallon, an article in the Rolling Stone about Jimmy Fallon's toxic work environment, how he was continuously drunk and how he was making his employees cry on the daily. And they even had rooms that they designated as the cry rooms on set. Honey, what is going on in Hollywood? And then, of course, we have the SAG and the WGA strikes. The WGA strike has been going on for more than 100 days. SAG strike has only recently started in July. And you have Drew Barrymore announcing that she's going to continue with her talk show, or she actually already is, despite the writer strike. Because in her mind, she's the news. She's not an entertainer. She's the news. And America needs her to report the news. <clears throat> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mind you, there's countless SAG after actors and WGA writers who aren't going to have health insurance this year, who aren't making a living anymore because they are striking, because they are standing in solidarity with the union of which Drew Barrymore is also a part of. So you guys, I know you're probably wondering, okay, Alex, get to the rule. What's rule number 38? Look, I'm not sure that this episode is going to have a rule, but I will say this. Celebrities have been placed on these shaky pedestals by us. I think a lot of people have become famous at very early ages. And they don't even get the opportunities necessarily to develop their frontal lobes before fame hits them like a fucking lightning bolt. Is that an excuse? No, because honestly, they should have PR people around them and managers and, you know, other people watching their moves for them because duh if you have the resources for that why not and if you're in the public eye you should be aware that you are being watched and maybe that's rule number 38 if you want to be in the public eye the things you do behind closed doors expect that they will be made public because they will heavy is the head that wears the crown right and I think obviously there's been a massive shift since the pandemic of how we think about Hollywood, how we think about our celebrities, even how we think about our politicians, right? Because all this crazy crap has gone down. And when we've looked to them for advice or we've looked to them for hope or faith or safety, they were not able to provide it. So I think that's why social media too has taken this moment and ran with it because it's, it's a place for us to connect with each other. And of course, information is spreading much more rapidly. Sure, people watch the news and there's that and that's 24-7 as well. But ooh, social media, when, when it's coming from just a regular person, the source is telling you what you need to know while you're still in your bed. The day just started. I mean, there's no escaping it. There's no escaping the public right now. Because we're all reporting, we're all creating, we're all commentating. Is commentating a word? We're all commenting 24-7 all the time. What we think, how we feel. People have been like, oh no, the whole Drew Barrymore thing has really made me rethink my parasocial relationship with her. Because it's true, I think we're all much more aware of the imaginary scenarios that we've all created with these celebrities in our head because more than ever what the pandemic did was show us that we are not like them 
they were going to Venice. They were going to Italy. They were escaping to their third or fourth homes. Well, all of us were isolated, right? Cleaning our groceries in the sink, wondering when are, when's things going to go back to normal? And what were politicians doing? They were telling us two more weeks, two more weeks, two more weeks. And then we quickly learned that that was bullshit too. And we couldn't trust them either. So I think what we're seeing now is everything is changing. Our hive mind no longer looks to these celebrities, no longer looks to these politicians or these people in positions of power as the authority anymore because we don't trust authority. And I'm not like saying, oh, anti-vax. I'm like not going down that road. Like I'm not that extreme. of. That's not the beliefs that I hold. But I think that has something to do with it as well. I think that that movement stems from exactly what I'm talking about right now. And that's because these celebrities have fumbled the bag. These politicians fumbled the bag. They really did. The bag, the ball, whatever you want to say. Because they let us down. Time and time again. And 2020, all it did was shine a spotlight on that. But enough about my thoughts about pop culture. Let me tell you about Greece. <laughs> it was so nice to actually be somewhere else other than New York City. And you know I love Manhattan. I love New York. I love this city. So much of my content is about my love of this city. But, oh God, it was so nice to have a change of scenery and to be on the beach. I have a little bit of a tan. I don't know if you can see under these lights or not, but this is a tan for me. Okay. So don't judge me. I am Casper the friendly ghost over here and I'm proud. But Greece was interesting. I did feel like an alien over there because I don't speak any Greek. So that part was tough. And honey, there's a grind in Greece that's totally different from the one in New York. Like obviously New York has the subway. We have the heat. We have the like the, a lot of like other oppressive things happening on the streets in New York City. But like, damn, the Greek sun. Oh, honey, it is hot. Luckily, there's no humidity. So that part's good. Um, <laughs> and I think Greece just moves slower than New York. So it's a definitely a different pace than here. But everywhere is hard everywhere is hard right now <laughs> what's going on with the world I mean everything is cheaper there too I'll tell you that much everything's cheaper but people make less money although I, th I think there's like obviously we all know about the fucking wealth gap that's happening here please I don't have to go into that do I <clears throat> episode 38 my most depressing episode ever no no really it's not <coughs> but all in all I'm glad to be back I'm trying to make more content I was a fucking pushing out videos while I was there because I was really inspired because I finally had a chance to just like sit and just think about content and just seeing new things and feeling new things obviously is inspiring and making me want to create versus sitting here in the four walls of my apartment. Not that that's all I do when I'm in New York, but you guys get the gist, right? You see the same shit. You have the same thoughts. You can't know anything new unless you see or do something new, right? There's like a quote in a play, you can't know what you don't know, something like that. And it's true. How can you expect to think differently when you don't do anything differently or you don't see anything differently or you don't experience anything different from your normal routine? But coming back to New York, I knew that I needed to make some changes. I think there was an article in the New York Times too about how there's like a clarity, like a post-clarity after, post-vacation clarity, excuse me. 
that happens and that's the name of the article and if i find it i'll link it below so you guys can check it out as well but there's like a post clarity post vacation clarity damn i really can't get that right that happens because you actually have the time and space to sort of see your life from a distance i don't even think they said that because you know what your girl just analyzes so much but yeah i think you get the opportunity to see your life from a distance and having that distance and that separation from your daily routine really is helpful because you're looking at things from a different perspective and that's super important and obviously it's a privilege to take a vacation sadly it shouldn't be but it is for many many people and i haven't been on vacation in over a year and poor me no but like it is important to change up your scenery and to take inventory and stock of your life and what's happening at home while you're at a very safe distance far, far away. So you can't do anything impulsively, too impulsively. But yeah, that that post-vacation clarity is sort of like when you decide to change your life at 2 a.m., you know, that TikTok thing, <laughs> trend. Yes, it's it's those vibes, but I think it's even more intense than that. But coming back to New York, I was like, okay, I have to film an episode of the podcast. And every week I stress myself out about filming an episode of this podcast. And I think, honestly, it is because it's just me talking. I shoulder the entire, I am the show, okay? Which I don't mind being the show. Obviously, I enjoy being the show. And I just don't have the space for guests. And I'm not quite sure what kind of guests I would really want to have on this show even though I've had a guest in the past, it's just like, I feel like that's a different podcast. Well, you're probably going to ask me, what did I get from my post-vacation clarity? Um, <laughs> other than being reinvigorate, reinvigorated to make more content and more videos about Greece, blah, blah, blah. I felt like when I came back to the rule book, I wanted to change the, set, the setting. I wanted to move to the couch. I wanted to try something different with the microphone. I wanted to, honestly, I feel like this camera should be pushed back, but child, I don't know. I'm not a professional camera operator over here, but I just wanted to make a few changes just to freshen up the show and continue to I don't like the word niche down because it's so overused on TikTok, but basically to fine tune what my messaging is of the show. And so I wouldn't say I got too much post-vacation clarity on that because I haven't done it in three weeks. But I do want to give myself more space to explore exactly what I'm doing on here. <laughs> so look guys you know I always appreciate your input if you have any topics you'd like for me to discuss or share my opinion on or you have any ideas of where you think I should take the show maybe I'm missing something because you know hindsight's 2020 and also I'm very close to this podcast closer than you guys so let me know if I'm missing something let me know what you want me to talk about what you want to see on here and obviously follow me at serious actress across all social media platforms and subscribe to this podcast if you can okay guys it's been fun I'll see you next week